Welcome back to the T3 Family Podcast, where we are equipping families to thrive. Hey guys. Hi. Hey. It's really the most wonderful time of the year, mm-hmm. the week mm-hmm. of Christmas. Mm-hmm. I love it. So exciting. I know. Mm-hmm. Do you get really sad when Christmas is over? No. No. Because I like let it, you know, go longer. Yeah. I'm the same. And I like, have like through New Year's. It's just like, I mean, who? Right. It's just like, it's pretty nice. It's it good. is. It's a good week after. And then you get into like mid January is when things start going down. Yeah. I, we've talked about this. I think February should be when spring break is. Yeah. 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 March is pretty nice. February is the worst. February yeah. is so. rough. And like if there hasn't been snow, then it's just like cold and sad. Yes. Yeah. So that's about it. I I am thankful. February does. It's a very short month. You know, even those two days less, Mm, it mm -hmm. feels shorter. So that's probably why they did that. Because like, let's get this thing over with. (laughs) (laughs) Just really need a short month. So not this week. This week is all about Christmas. Yep. I love it. Mm hmm. So I have a thought for us today, uh, uh, piggybacking off of last uh, our last podcast, we were, Chrissy expanded upon tradition, family traditions, and significance of tradition. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I thought we'd take, so if you've been coming to church here, if you have not, I would go back and watch probably the December 4th messages. It's me around this passage. But uh, I kind of want to take a different look at it. Before we do, though, um, uh, I want to look at it from the vantage point of highs and lows. Mm. So in our house, we're trying every day to talk about highs and lows. Mm-hmm. Dinner time, we sit down together. What was your high? Why? What was your low? Why? And what's fun is I actually enjoy, the, sounds bad, I enjoy the lows because you get to like process why yeah. it was a low and how we felt. But yeah. So highs and lows. So um, think about Christmas, think about families, think about time together. Um, you, have, you could have time here to, for a year to share highs and lows and why. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I want to use that for the passage. But have you guys ever done that kind of stuff, highs and lows with family or with friends yeah. or in work or just curious? We do it a lot with students. We do highs, lows, and buffaloes. What are the buffaloes? Buffaloes are a random fact about yourself. Love that. That's, I, the, that's a title of the podcast. That, yeah. Highs, yeah. lows, and buffaloes. Some people call them pits and cherries for highs and lows. Yeah. Oh. Roses and thorns. Roses and thorns. Yeah. Many different things many different things but yeah Yeah. it's you know it kind of pulls out different answers than when you're like hey how was school today good right great (laughs) (laughs) and then that kind of kills the conversation so i i love being able to frame it as like hey tell me the best part of your day and the worst Mm -hmm. part of your day and let's talk about both and yeah not be scared of the whatever your worst part is that's fine well and i think like you're saying clearly the significance of asking the why Mm because then you can help them process through it right Mm -hmm. and then hopefully yeah, understanding or being able to like see that mm-hmm. that low even through a different perspective. Right. Yeah. It's neat. Or yeah, that makes sense why it was low. That is exactly yeah, like, right. Oh, like, that was you, really you, mean you, of you that person to say that. You can affirm how they it. felt. Like someone yes. was mean to me today. Well, that's not fun. Like how yeah. did you respond? And you could talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, so highs and lows. Um, uh, and buffaloes. And please. buffaloes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I, so, I learned that from students. I thought I, that was great. We're going we're gonna to employ that at our house for sure. <laughs> So actually, so maybe think about this year when you're at Christmas, when you, when, when you gather, highs, lows, and, and buffaloes. buffaloes. So, uh, but I, I want to think about the passage. The passage was uh, about John the Baptist before, when Jesus comes to get baptized, mm. but it's primarily around John the Baptist. So Advent, right? We're waiting. We're waiting for Jesus came. He's coming again. We're in this interim. So this is one of the passages that the, the church has chosen kind of uh, quite regularly to uh, focus on in Advent. Um, but I want to call John 
today John the Immerser and not John the Baptizer or John the Baptist. Because uh, the reason is his baptism is different than ours. And I did not know that. Like how he baptized people? Yes. Okay. So the kind okay. of baptism is different. So to kind of help distinguish in our minds, John the Baptist and John the Immerser. Got it. Okay. So when Jesus comes, it's, it's going to be different after Jesus as we baptize now. But when John oh. was doing it, it was just different. So there were two kinds of baptisms. Okay. There was a, a pharisaical baptism, Pharisees. There was a ritual washing, oftentimes with hands. Uh, it was more of a cleansing ritual. John's was, uh, there's a different kind of priesthood in that day called the Essenes. And the Essenes, it was a baptism of repentance. But when you did that, what you recognized was that um, they were kind of like, they're the people who made, who we uh, wrote the Dead Sea Scrolls. Mm. So they kind of removed themselves from society and they were um, uh, uh, wanting to be on the path, uh, sons of light. So they were kind of different. Um, and their baptism of repentance was where you would baptize yourself. So what you did was, so you, what you recognized was there's this path that's supposed to be on, a way through life that is best. When you recognize that you have come off the path, the baptism was a visual um, declaration to everyone around you that I lost the path, I want to get back on the path. Hmm. But it's one that you did. So when John's baptizing people... He's not dunking them in the water. Okay. He's overseeing it. So he's mm-hmm. like on the shore probably. Yeah. But a person who's like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in sin. I'm broken. I, I, I'm making bad choices and I want to be different. You would go on the water yourself and you would dunk yourself. And as you came up, you're saying, I'm going to walk the right path. Hmm. So it's different. So could you do that anytime you felt like you were off the path? You could you could. So I think you go to a certain place to do it. Right. And so what was... Multiple times in your life then Probably, too? yeah. If, mm-hmm. if you lost the path, you come back to the path. So it wasn't like a like we're baptized into this new family and right. we're a part of that family. So Interesting. Because this is all before Jesus, right? right. So it's yeah. different. Um, but so I like this idea though. So, uh, so highs and lows. Um, so the, for the Pharisees and the Essenes, you had to go to a certain place... And make a, dec- a declaration of baptism. So, like, you had to go to temple, or you had to go. The Essenes are like way out in the middle of nowhere. Hmm. You had to go to these places. I heard a person teach this and say, "What's different about John and what's different about Jesus is they said, i 'I'll bring the path to you.' Hmm. So I will re- remove myself from those places because I, we want you on this path. Here's your opportunity to do that. Hmm. And so, like, when Jesus, like, when John's like, well, I don't need to baptize you because Jesus was. Mm-hmm. He had he had not lost the path. Yeah. Right. Oh. So that's why. So it's different. But I thought about so for for the for Christmas, if you did highs and lows, what if you framed it up as, what if you celebrated the in the year when you and your family, your friends were on the path, mm-hmm. you're walking with Jesus. What if you celebrated those things, or or what if you recognized where these are the hard things that I felt like pulled me from the path, mm-hmm. but you could celebrate when we came back. So just um, what we do it in, in Kelly's family uh, is they always they, they, they take turns the households take turns lighting the candle, and you assess your year and you share those things kind of. Hmm. That's where the idea kind of kind of came from, uh, from this morning uh, for me. So these are the things that that were great this year. This is what, you know these are where we were on the path. Mm-hmm. But here's the things that man were so hard this year. So to get to share those things, it ends up becoming like a really tender. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean. I don't know anybody who doesn't 
almost weep as mm-hmm. they share. Mm-hmm. It's significant. Yep. So I thought it could be a fun tradition yeah. for families this year. Highs and lows and buffaloes. <laughs> a random thing from the year. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, a random fact. A random moment of joy this year. Yeah. yeah. Or you know? random just randomness. Random like, thing you learned this did year. Did that happen? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember do when that? we did this? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think? Is that a highs, lows, buffaloes? It's a kind of different look at the passage, I think. Um, mm-hmm. hmm. I was just trying to think what, okay, if you ask me right now, well, cause I don't, I won't put you guys on the spot and be like, let's do it now. Let's do highs, lows and buffaloes. Cause I, I do need to process that. Mm-hmm. But I did just think, okay, if Clay asked me my Buffalo right now, this is the memory that popped into my head. Super random. So I think this is a Buffalo. Yeah. The yeah. memory that popped into my head was <laughs> we were in Yellowstone this past summer, the, the, my five people um tim and the kids and i and we were waiting for forever for the grand geyser to go off and this one is they they have it kind of they think pretty well timed out not timed out but their best guess to when it will Mm -hmm. go off and so (laughs) it was like and it's plus or minus like an hour and a half so so many people were gathering and we were sitting there for a good 45 minutes and the way these geysers are set the way they're at they have boardwalks to all of them but they are out in the middle of nowhere but they have boardwalks because you can't walk on this ground because you could step in like a hot pot and die so <laughs> okay so it's a yeah. safety thing mm-hmm. so Hooray for boardwalks <laughs> yeah so we love the boardwalks yeah. anyways but these boardwalks are like forever far from mm-hmm. any type of like civilization bathroom is where oh, this story is okay. going <laughs> so then my so then my yes and civilization bathrooms yeah. are no civilization. lots of civilization because there's people everywhere so also okay. you can't just be like just go over there yeah. like you know yeah okay you yeah. you could um you cannot do that in yellowstone so i just remember <laughs> we're like 45 minutes into waiting this thing could go off anytime and lincoln's like i really need to go to the bathroom and i'm like Okay, if I go take him over a mile walk away to go to the bathroom and the geyser goes off, I will be so upset, honestly, that I... So I have never prayed so hard for a geyser. I'm like, Lincoln, we're going to book it. So we were like walking so fast to get to a bathroom. And then I was praying, Lord, I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss it. And I didn't miss it. But why is that the the buffalo? Won't he do it? And then when I finally sat down... To, okay, we're back now. We are both huffing and puffing because we were going so fast. Um, yeah, another 20 minutes. So I had caught my breath by then, thankfully. And then when it went off, I was just so overwhelmed. It was so beautiful. Mm. Like, I, you do not know the, the glory of a geyser until you're like, this one's cool. Because Old Faithful, you're so far away from when you're watching it. But the Grand uh, Geyser, you can be within like 50 feet. And so mm-hmm. it's going off. And it was beautiful. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Just remember, like, like a good buffalo. I love, I you love, saw buffalo and we saw maybe a lot of Yellowstone because we saw so many buffalo. <laughs> there, that's probably why. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys have a buffalo? First thing that jumped to my mind. Uh, I mean, it's not. I. It's like it is random. Is we got a dog this year? Yeah. And What's your name again? Ria. Ria. Yes. And we have never really wanted a dog or thought about getting a dog. Kelly. House, they never had pets. They had mm-hmm. six kids. Like mm-hmm. your parents said, we don't need a yep. pet. <laughs> and so uh, we did not think we would ever have a dog. And we do. And our girls love this dog. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Kelly and I, we're working on it. Yeah. But just like a very random, like just, it just, she kind my of brother just called yeah. and they kind of, they kind of would kind of joke about it. You, they have two. Do you guys want one? They were dripping it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just showed up with this dog and. You couldn't say you know, no. She's very cute. She is. She is. She's very dog. soft. Yeah. Yeah. Soft. She's, she's a great dog. Yeah. I mean, she's a great dog. Right. Uh, what I find myself most times is um, uh, she just is like a shadow. And yeah. sometimes like, I don't need I don't... a third shadow. Like I have two little ones. Like I don't need an extra one. I lo- these two, like I, I got these two and I'm working on these two because I love them. And like, like I just, you're fine. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> I just, give me some space. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a bit of a buffalo for us this year, I would say. Yeah. That's a good buffalo. Yeah. That's a good no. buffalo. Hmm. I'm trying to think of so the the first thing that came to mind, which isn't actually as long ago, as we all know, my Christmas trip has been up for about two year two months now, <laughs> and my nieces came over one day, and Juliana's two, and she walked in and she's like Christmas tree, <laughs> and I was like yes, yes, so I put it up. <laughs> they come over every week, and then the next week she came over and she's like Christmas tree, and I was like, I told my sister I was like, man, I love that it doesn't get older, <laughs> it's like a surprise every time. <laughs> It is. It is. Wow. So that probably be my buffalo. Just that is so funny. She's so cute. Next time, uh, well, just next time she comes in, you have to record it to get her little voice. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so so cute. cute. (laughs) Oh, fun. Oh, you're establishing just a a wonderful memory for her. Yeah, Yeah. an an implicit memory that she will think of every time she sees Christmas. Yeah, or even like I love going to. Yeah, I love going to Chrissy's apartment. Why did I like it so much? And then it will just be like, because she had a Christmas tree (laughs) (laughs) for a good part of the year. Right, Right, really trying to drive home that (laughs) feeling. Yeah, I do know somebody who leaves. He leaves his up year round. Okay. He decorates it due to like Fourth of July, or like he just changes it. Which yeah. you know, you, I guess you could do that. Right. I don't judge different, it. Different, no, that's amazing. But, right. It's not a Christmas tree. Then it's a tree with decor on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Hmm. That's so good. So just something that I guess for families, to households, individuals, really anyone who wants to right. think about. We, we we could we could ducktail into the next passage, but it's it'd be to be very different. But actually, this is I actually thought this so. Can, can we just do a really quick yes. dive in? Yeah, absolutely. So it's so fa- it's fascinating to me. So I think about Christmas. So Christmas, uh, the first week's about Jesus coming back, right? Mm-hmm. And what we do it while we wait. This week's around baptism and repentance. These are like not things you think of when it comes to Christmas time. Right. And then the next passage, which we had, uh, let's see, on the 11th, um, is about someone in prison. Mm. Right, not what you would like necessarily <laughs> not a, think not about. Not a warm Christmas feeling. And so it's really yeah. fascinating about that passage, and that's why I think, I think it's important to do this, like what you're talking about, highs, lows, and buffaloes, to make it part of our rhythms, mm-hmm. because what you see in the next passage happens. So in it, you have Jesus's teaching, and Jesus. It says in the passage that when John the Baptist hears what Jesus is doing, he sends his disciples to say, "Are you the right guy?" Right, and we take that as John's questioning Jesus. Like, mm. is he? Is are you? Are you who I'm supposed to be waiting for? Mm-hmm. And the more I study, the more I'm finding perhaps he's not saying that, because it says first when he hears what Jesus is doing, he's questioning more so what he's doing, yeah. not who he is. Yeah. So just before this, in Luke's gospel, Jesus heals the servant of a centurion. 
So Jesus is healing, bringing kingdom to people outside of Israel. Mm-hmm. That would be different in like that in that Jewish mindset of the day. Like you, it, the Messiah was coming for us, right, to become who we're supposed to be. And Jesus is saying, "I'm actually coming for everyone." Everyone, yeah. So John's like saying, "Like, do you do you know what you're supposed to be doing?" Yep. And Jesus says, and it's, it's almost like an action. He's, I think, some people I've read said that he's he's healing the blind, the lame are walking. That perhaps Jesus starts doing it, so his disciples can see it happening. Mm-hmm. This is what's happening. Mm-hmm. But when he quotes it, so uh, I think he says, the blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and good news is proclaimed to the poor. Well, Jesus leaves out a portion of the passage. He leaves out, because John's in prison, he leaves out the part where um, he's going to proclaim liberty and freedom to the prisoners. Hmm. So... So if you kind of put the verses together, you see he 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 takes that out on purpose. Jesus knows he just knows the passage, right? So as I'm studying there, what the, he's saying to John is, "I'm the right guy." Yeah, but I'm not going to come get you out of prison. It's hard work. Probably a little bit of a low for John. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> that'd be a low. <laughs> you know, maybe I don't know. Uh, yeah, he maybe has a better perspective on that. So we think. In our class, we've been talking about how uh, the disciples wrote the scripture. You know, like our mindset Mm -hmm. is like, oh, they were just like, I picture them like just, you know, with their diary of like today, Mm -hmm. Jesus did blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Um, And how like actually the scriptures are written long after Mm -hmm. so that when they were looking back on these things. And so I've been really struck by how there were so many fake messiahs. So Mm -hmm. people that they thought were coming to save them. And so Mm -hmm. like even John's question about like, are you the right one? I'm like... Yeah, John's probably seen how many people be like, mm. I am the Messiah. Yeah. Right. But then right. like seeing like, I can't imagine also being like, hey, he just healed that leper. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. This right. might be the Messiah. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's just what I've been thinking yeah. about is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think, so I think what I've been thinking about is uh, um, that'd, be, that, that'd, be, that'd be hard. It's like, I think with this time of year, actually this plays well into, for me, how this is the most wonderful time. Yep. But it's challenging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there'd be those of us who will feel like, Jesus, don't you see me here in the prison? Mm-hmm. Won't you come get me out? Well, what if at this time he's like, I'm not? Mm-hmm. That's a hard thing to hear. And we don't know how John responded. We yeah. have no idea. He doesn't say what he did or didn't do. But we do know when Jesus, after he gives this hard word, and probably while his disciples are still within earshot, Jesus starts talking about John the Baptist, mm-hmm. John the Immerser. And he's like, John, like, he is a wonderful, wonderful man. And you could almost, I, as I read it, I almost sense, I don't know, but perhaps emotion or passion. Yeah. Like, I, I, I can't come get you because it's about more than just you getting out of the prison now. But uh, I was talking to uh, Uncle Carl, Carl Corver the other day, and he was watching the new season of The Chosen. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene in uh, episode two, I think, where James... Um, is talking to Jesus, and he's about to send them out to go do things. And uh, James looks at Jesus, and he's supposed to go out and heal people and do things for people. But in this, I'm not sure about the whole scene, but he has a physical ailment. He's not healed. Mm-hmm. And he, he's like, how am I supposed to heal when I'm not? And he said in the, in the scene, Jesus gets very emotional. And he says, he, and I said, you still have to go do it. 
Yeah. I'm not going to heal you. Hmm. I don't know why, but you still have to go do it. So it's like a hard, it's a hard word. It's a hard, yeah. um, because we do believe that, you know, you know, this life is, we move, live it into eternity. Mm-hmm. So there could be, in this world, you have trouble. Yep. Mm-hmm. Take heart, right? Yep. So I've been thinking about that. So by, when I put that next to this other passage, why it's important every year to see where, where were we on the path? Where were we with God? Mm-hmm. What was it like to be with God? I think we're developing over life because we will be have a time when we feel like we are in the prison and mm-hmm. we want him to come get us. Right. And he might not. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But if we have established these traditions mm-hmm. of remembering his goodness and his kindness, yeah. then in that time you could say, okay, like, I'll stay here because mm-hmm. I trust mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the two passages here have been messing with me. Christmas, baptism, repentance, and prison. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Highs, lows, and buffaloes. Right. It, it does feel like highs, lows, and buffaloes. Yeah. Yeah. The story, just in general, the story of John the Baptist makes me sad. Like, you wonder when, you know, because the end of his life was that he got beheaded because, in my mind, this is Becky's version, someone didn't get their way, and so she demanded his head on a platter. Mm-hmm. I, I think if I were... <laughs> John, in that moment, I'd be like, what was the point of all of this? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I lived faithfully. Right. I lived out my calling. Right. And this is how it ends. Like, mm-hmm. it does make me so. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Mm. I, mm-hmm. I have no happy thought about that. I'm yeah. just really sad for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't want to be a downer to end our <laughs> podcast on Christmas. But um, it's like you always say. I've heard someone says to me early, early, when I first got married, says, Clay, you will watch. As you live life, your level of joy with your family will increase, but so will your level of sorrow. Yeah. And they almost move at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. But you incre- experience more joy somehow mm-hmm. while experiencing more sorrow. Mm-hmm. And so it's what's so hard is you don't want the sorrow, yeah. but you so love the joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's this wonderful tension of I think what, what our king can do in this life as as we wait for his yeah. return. Mm-hmm. It also, going also with John the Baptist, he was, or John the Immerser, as we're calling him this episode, <laughs> he was so secure in his identity mm-hmm. that I imagine he did it all with joy. Because <laughs> yeah. he knew great joy and great sorrow in yeah. his life. And that was his, I'm imagining from what I read about him in scripture that he just counted it an honor yeah. to mm-hmm. yeah well it's like when his disciples like is this the guy he's like just like go follow him like go there he's like just go like what a what a humble person yeah no go ahead there. this is what you're supposed to do yeah, yeah. I did my part it's his, you know it's his time mm-hmm. so I had a friend who we were talking about I don't know how we were talking about this we we're talking about sorrow and or sadness or and how the idea of like these those things, the sadness, the sorrow, the pain, this is the only part of eternity in which we'll experience that. Mm. Yeah. And so although like <laughs> all of us have sat in sorrow and mm-hmm. all of us have felt pain and grief and sadness and it's painful and it's hard and it feels long. And also like these 60, 70, 80 years that we live on this side of eternity, mm-hmm. like will pale in comparison mm-hmm. to the rest of our lives spent 
whole with yeah. God. And and I, I just think there's something significant. It doesn't make the pain any less. Mm-mm. Correct. But yeah. there, like, it's that hope that's in yeah. there, which when you suffer, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> that's not always the thing you want to hear mm-hmm. <laughs> is that there's hope. Yep. Um, but I think, yeah, the more that I've experienced sorrow and joy, the more right. I can be like, okay, like we can do it for this. Yep. I can do it for this amount of time yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. and to lean on other people and to lean on Jesus um, because it is such a blip in mm-hmm. the eternal yep. <laughs> scale of things. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Which again, I'm not saying it no. makes yeah. it easy or light or better. Well, that's what even Jesus, when he says it to John, he says, blessed is anyone or the one who does not f- stumble on account of me. So mm-hmm. I might not be what you want me to be right yeah. now. Yeah. But if you hang in there, mm-hmm. it's good. Mm-hmm. Hang in there. So, yep. And then that just makes us long for Jesus even more. Yeah. You know, like that, and that ties us into the season of mm-hmm. like, which is sad to, I mean, we don't, I feel like we long for Jesus more than just an Advent season, but it's when we really talk about the longing of his return mm-hmm. and him coming back. Yeah. We live like Advent every day. Mm-hmm. I like it. Well, this is our last podcast until yeah. the new year. Yes. January 23 will be yep. our next episode. So until then, you can go back and uh, listen to past podcasts. I don't know. Yeah, find do some it. new people to listen to. Yeah. If you find good people that we should be listening to, share them with us. I we love, love that. Podcasts, yeah. yeah. I have a blessing for 2023. Perfect. Good. Um, so it's from Colossians 1, verse 10 through 12 in the message version. As you learn more and more how God works, you will learn how to do your work. We pray that you'll have the strength to stick it out over the long haul, Not the grim strength of gritting your teeth, but the glory strength that God gives. It is a strength that endures the unendurable and spills over into joy, thanking the Father who makes us strong enough to take part in everything bright and beautiful that he has for us. Amen. 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 Merry Christmas. And Happy New Year. Thank you for joining us for this T3 Family Podcast. Thank you.